My first podcast was on October 23rd, 2019. And two and a half months later, I'm finally recognized on Apple Podcasts. Because I don't know where most people listen to their podcasts on. I'm an Apple guy. I have my rotation of podcasts that I subscribe to. Kirk Minahan Show, Jerry Callahan Podcast, All Things Boston by Joe Spano. So when the new ones come in, they just pop up. I don't know how people listen on Spotify or actually go and click links. So now you can find my show, The LD Show, on Apple Podcasts. Big day. Two and a half months later, finally recognized. Um, it's basketball season for me, high school Coaching Seekonk High School. Been doing it for five years now. So I don't have a lot of time to um, do podcasts. I think when I started this thing, I just got caught up in the hype of the beginning of the basketball season. And I just, uh, you know, I like enjoyed doing it. I like watching games and breaking them down. And I went to school for communications and uh, no one really reads anymore. So I don't write. And I never uh, really started my own blog or anything. So I figured, hey. I have some time at night, write down my notes after I watch some games and do a podcast. And I get some really positive feedback on it. And even over uh, the past couple months when I haven't been doing it, well, the past month or so when I haven't been doing it as much, I've run into people to kind of let me know that they listened to it and enjoyed it. So kind of uh, rejuvenated me a little bit. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. I want to get back into it, but probably not until March because in the months of February, January, December, I am inundated with Seekonk Warriors basketball film, practice, games. It consumes my thoughts, so um, I just don't have a lot of time to do it. But I was rejuvenated this week when I finally got onto Apple Podcasts. So, um, you know, maybe I'll do some quick ones here and there. But in March, I plan to release two a week. Um, Nothing long. I know not a lot of people... I don't care if you listen or you don't. I'm doing this for my own fun, but probably 20 minutes to 30 minutes each. I don't want to, you know, bog you down with four-hour episodes like Kirk Minahan or, uh, you know, I just don't have the production quality and co-host to carry a hour-long show. So you're probably two times a week for 20 minutes or so. You know, that's that's probably good. And for those who care what I have to say, that's probably good for your drive to work or drive back. Um, but yeah, the Seekonk Warriors off to a uneven start. We're three and four at the moment. We probably stumbled out of the gates, had a bad loss last week, almost had a big upset win the other night, um, had a nice league win the other day. I think we're trending up, but yeah, in the winter, that's my, pretty much what I am tied up doing, um, I haven't really even had a chance to watch much of the Celtics. It's on in the background sometimes. I see that they're on a three-game skid right now. Not quite sure why. Um, I know they got punched in the mouth the other night by San Antonio early when playing catch-up ball game. I did see that awful technical foul given to Kemba Walker. And, um, you know, as a ref, I've never seen that ref before. He looked like he's about... 24 years old. It must be a, a new guy. When you give a guy a tech, you got to go away from him. It's like a cardinal sin for a ref to give the double techs and toss a guy like he did. You don't see that much anymore. You know, you got to let the guy have 
a little emotion. Um, recognize you might have blew the call. And I know Kemba probably said something to deserve it, but you don't double-tech a guy. You let the other ref come in and tech him. Once you tech a guy, walk away, defuse the situation. If he keeps going, let your partner or one of your partners eject him. Um, that was pretty poor. So that tech totally derailed the Celtics' comeback efforts. And tonight, um, I actually had the boys over to watch game film. And uh, I have two TVs in my basement. So we had one on the Celtics game. And when I was watching it, they were up big. And then uh, when I came upstairs, they lost. So I don't know what the story was tonight. I know they were on a back-to-back against Philly at Philly, which is always tough, with or without Embiid. Um, I have all the confidence in the world. They'll be fine. You know, a little three-game skid. It's a long season. I'm sure they'll figure it out. Right now I'm watching this OKC-Houston game. And OKC is up on them. By 15, I think, in the end of the first quarter, toward the end of the first quarter here that I'm watching. And I'm not a big Russell Westbrook fan in general. I think he's overrated. And um, you know, I just he complains a lot. And I feel like, yeah, he's a triple-double guy, but he's one of those guys who would like pass up open layups to get an extra assist just to make sure he got that triple-double. So it's kind of annoying to watch. But anyways, I, I watched the tribute video before the game and I almost got emotional I you know you forget that he was at OKC for I think they said 11 years it didn't seem that long they had some really good teams and um yeah it's it's nice to see guys go back and get the ovation they deserve this tonight being his first game back in Oklahoma since they traded him um but in the beginning of the season I tweeted out I think I copy and pasted somebody's NBA predictions for the season and they said bold prediction and so I wrote in mine it was Oklahoma City's going to make the playoffs which was a bold prediction especially in the really tough west Um, they pretty much revamped their whole team and if the playoffs were to start today they'd be the seventh seed they're playing really well as of late my prediction didn't look good at the beginning of the year they totally stumbled out the gate but um I, I like their team it's just Not a ton of superstars. Chris Paul is getting old, but he can still carry a team, which was that was really the big reason why I liked Oklahoma to make the playoffs this year because he's capable of getting the team to the playoffs. I don't, you know, what he does from there, he doesn't have a great track record, but he can certainly be the leader on a team that gets there. And I think he's doing a great job with these young guys. I saw him interview the other day where he said he's having the most fun he's had in years. Um, they're just an exciting team. Steven Adams, uh, Dennis Schrader, the Rooster, Gallinari. They just, they, it's a good squad. Our old friend Abdel Nader is in the rotation. I just, uh, I think Billy Donovan's a really good coach. Totally gets overlooked. So we'll see. I mean, if they make the playoffs this year, they did a good job. And I'll be proven right with my bull prediction. It's divisional playoff week in the NFL. Very odd not having the hometown Patriots in it. Got to admit, it's a little strange. They um, certainly don't deserve to be here after the way they played last week and really the way they limped down the end of the season after having a pretty promising first half. Um, They probably got what they deserve, a first-round exit to a pretty average Titans team. Um, but this weekend should be exciting. There's eight teams left. 
want to go down the list and uh, rank them. The top eight teams left in the NFL. Going to put them in order here. Um, descending order from eight to one. So who I have in eighth, I would say the Tennessee Titans. They are the worst team remaining. They did enough to win in Foxborough. Um, they did a good job doing what they had to do, shutting down a pretty putrid New England offense. Um, but they have the Ravens next week and no shot. Ravens by 14. The seventh best team left will stay in the AFC. The Texans. They are going to get blown out by the Chiefs. Watson had his magic going last week. She proved his escapability. They have really good receivers, obviously, um, with DeAndre Hopkins, um, Stills. But if Fuller doesn't play, that's going to be a problem. Um, Carlos Hyde has had a pretty good season, but I don't know. No way. Chiefs blow him out. The sixth best remaining team. We're going to go to the a- NFC for this one. And it's the Seahawks. They have so many close games, close wins, close losses that I just think they're bound to get blown out. And although I'm not totally sold on the Packers going to Lambeau Field in the playoffs playing against Aaron Rodgers, who it pains me to admit is still phenomenal and can still win on ba- basically on his own. Um I have Seahawks going down in this one. I think they've been kind of overrated. Russell Wilson, not overrated. He's been excellent. Certainly deserves to be second or third in MVP this year. But um, the run stops here. Fifth best team, another team in the NFC that has a great record. But I'm not totally sold on him. A lot of close wins, close losses. And that is the 49ers. Good young coach, Kyle Shanahan. Got a root for Garoppolo. Love George Kittle. Won me a fantasy league. Um, I root for them, but I'm just not a huge believer in them on the whole. Who I do believe in is their opponent. And then the fourth best team remaining is the Minnesota Vikings. I know Kirk Cousins gets a lot of crap, but he's good. I know he doesn't always show up in prime time, which is a problem, and hopefully he doesn't get exposed this weekend or I sound like a dummy, but he's solid. He's been very good, especially after the first three weeks where Stefan Diggs and Thielen kind of called him out. He fell on the sword, took accountability, and said, yep, I got to do better. I got to get you guys the ball, and he's done that, and he's had a Pro Bowl season. I don't think he got voted, but he got he should, certainly should be there. Um, he's been great. Obviously, Dalvin Cook's been amazing. Mike Zimmer always coaches up a good defense. Didn't didn't exactly shock me that they beat the Saints last week. And it, I'd expect them to go on the road and beat the Niners this week. Third best team remaining. We're, we're going four teams in a row in the NFC here. Just because they're all so close and no one's really separated themselves. But you got to go Packers. Packers, third best team remaining. Um... And it's really all Aaron Rodgers and the two-headed monster at running back with Williams and Jones. Solid defense. I think LaFleur's got a little magic going. But I think Bill Simmons used to say when betting, if you really don't know 
who's going to win. Go with the best quarterback. And Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the NFC right now. Um, even better than Russell Wilson. He just wants his playoff time. It's gonna. It's just. I know Wilson's done it too, but Aaron Rodgers at home. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers and the Packers to beat the Seahawks. And the top two teams remaining, both AFC teams. Number two, I'm going Chiefs. Mahomes seems healthy. Tons of weapons. Um, Tyreek Hill, Kelsey. They just got a lot of speed. Their running backs are strong with Williams um, and McCoy. Andy Reid is due. Isn't he, isn't he due to actually have a good playoff run that, that maybe ends in the Super Bowl? It's been a while. It's been since he was in Philadelphia. This poor guy. I'm almost, I'm almost rooting for him because I cannot root for the best team. I cannot root for the Ravens. But it's hard. It's hard not to put him number one. Lamar Jackson just been great and I've been one of those guys saying well it's good you know eventually he's gonna have to throw yeah teams made him throw this year he had games where he had five touchdown passes and he throws dimes and he throws lasers and because he's doing that you have to play him honestly and that's when you get in trouble because he does a great job of play fakes and reading on the RPOs and he's fast and he's elusive and he he's just unbelievable. You gotta give credit where credit is due. And I know Mark Ingram's banged up, but I don't think it's gonna matter this week. They are just gonna absolutely destroy the Titans. So maybe Mark Ingram can play a little bit in the first half and then you know, pass it on to Gus Edwards for the rest because I just think it's gonna be a blowout. And uh we'll see. We'll see what happens next week. But my current rankings Eighth, Titans, seven, Texans, six, Seahawks, five, Niners, four, Vikings, three, Packers, two, Chiefs, and the best team remaining is the Ravens. Thanks for listening to the Al D Show, rebranded as such as of today because we're on Apple, making a little bit of changes, look for more regular episodes in March, after my b-ball season, hopefully the Warriors go deep into the playoffs. Hopefully we make the playoffs. We're trending that way, I think. Um, but continue to follow. Might throw out some mini-pods here and there to scratch the itch. Follow on Twitter, at the Show.